Hello, just a reminder that this episode has a trigger warning. It contains references to weight, weight loss and eating disorders. So please skip this episode if those are triggering for you. Hello and welcome to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs, writer and mostly sensible habit maker. So I have been trying to come up with a good format for self-improvement book club and I think I found it in my good mate Ollie. So we are actually in two book clubs together. One is a local fiction book club with some other mums and we also have an unofficial private book club with the two of us where we just like swap. (laughs) books that we like and now I have officially engaged her to be my podcast friend host for self-improvement books so just for context Ollie her real name is Olivia she's my very good friend who I actually met at mother's group when our kids were three months old and we also very randomly have the same surname we are both Jacobses (laughs) so welcome Ollie thank you Carly thanks for having me it's so nice for you to be on the show it's nice to be here (laughs) so I start the episode Uh, every week with a recommendation of the week. So I'll go first. My recommendation Mm -hmm. of the week, and I'm 90% sure I put this in one of my newsletters recently, but I'm going to go it again because it's frigging great. Gluten-free Sultana bran. So we tend to eat like low-carb-ish most of the time. And this stuff is just so far from being low-carb. It's like carbs (laughs) with some like dried fruit carbs in it. Like it's just... we, yeah, it's not very you. No, it's it? real. It's not. It's not a me <laughs> snack. But this stuff is the bomb, and like we can eat it without getting too like sluggish or sleepy. That's kind of the main reason yeah. why we're a bit funny about carbs, because like if we eat like a giant sandwich, we'll just fall asleep immediately. But for some reason, luckily, gluten-free sultana brand yeah. seems to be working quite well, and Harriet really loves Great. it too. And you can get it at all major supermarkets. Um, so, what do you recommend, <laughs> Ollie? Exciting. It can be anything. It can be like uh, a book or a snack or a TV show. Anything. Um. My recommendation will have to be a TV show, which is very unlike me, actually, to be recommending TV shows. I'm not I'm quite behind the times. And this one actually shows I'm a bit behind the times because my recommendation is Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> so for anyone who is a little bit of a sci-fi nerd, a nerd like me, um, then that's definitely my recommendation. Um, Are you like a I bit said, of a definitely closet behind the times. Yeah, definitely. I used to watch it with my granddad. So, um, yeah, I just feel like it ticks all the boxes, though. It's got adventure, science, space, and it's always had, like, kick-ass female characters in it. And this one is a female lead as well. Is that the most recent one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. with um, Michael? Is that the... Michael Burnham. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's so good. We've watched it as well. We kind of dropped off the radar with it. Maybe we were waiting for a new season and then forgot it existed. But I'm sure. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's several years old, like, even the most recent series but. <laughs> but yeah honestly though like in terms of star trek if, if you're a bit weird about star trek just honestly give it a go it's so bloody good and all the movies are really good as it well is. i haven't seen any of the movies yeah they're pretty good i'd recommend yeah, yeah. anyway so the reason why we're here <laughs> is that we are talking about a self-improvement book and i'm going to have ollie on uh once a season if she enjoys doing it um so the- <laughs> if i pass the test <laughs> If everyone loves you. And I was actually saying saying to Ollie before we recorded that I have a really bad habit of taking on the accents of people that I'm talking to. So if I start to posh up at any point, please let me know. (laughs) (laughs) 
So the first book I chose for self-improvement book club is The Secret. And I chose it for a variety of reasons. One is that I can remember it being just massive in the early 2000s. And also because there seems recently to be a lot of manifestation-y type people like rising Mm. in popularity at the moment. And I've never read The Secret until now. I read it first and handed it over to Ollie to read. And then I didn't say anything about it. And then she read it and was like really nervous about talking to me about it. (laughs) So what did you think of it, Ollie? I mean, how honest am I allowed to be? (laughs) Extremely honest. I'm going to be extremely honest. Okay. I have many issues with it (laughs) in many different ways. Um, I think think it was horribly written. Agreed. Um, Absolutely agreed. I feel like there was no real format uh, or cohesive voice. And its analysis um, was pretty superficial, I would say. And it just threw out random facts and random statements every now and again. Um, Like this one. I actually laughed out loud thinking about how my brother, who studies physics, would respond when I read... Uh, that quantum physicists will tell the universe will tell you that the universe was created from thought. I was like, I, I don't, I don't think they will. Don't think that's correct. <laughs> Not no. necessarily a true I don't think so. fact. No. My my biggest no. issue was really early on in the book. There was a page where uh, one of the because the the way this book is written is so bizarre. It's not actually written. It's just kind of a lot of quotes from the same. Mm think tank type people repeated again and again. So there'll be a new page with, with theoretically a new topic. And then there'll just be like 10 quotes from manifestation experts. So it's like, it's not even written. It's just kind of like a collection of weird quotes. And one of the quotes really early on was basically like, if you have a major car accident, you somehow manifested it and you should have seen my face (laughs) when I read that. I should not (laughs) I was just in shock. I was like, are you for real? I could not believe that I was reading that. And I just cannot believe how incredibly irresponsible and gross it is to suggest that people manifest tragedy in their lives. And as I was reading that, I was like, I'm sure Oprah pimped this book at some point. I, I, she did. Yeah, she did. I did not fact check that, but I do have a very strong memory yeah. of it, it being one of her books and it's her recommendations yeah yeah I remember that too I'm just in shock over it though like yeah so what do you think about the that suggestion I I understand perhaps where it's coming from in the sense that if if you're looking at it again on a bit more of a superficial level or maybe not even superficial like the idea that positive thinking you know leads to self-actualization and a self-fulfilling prophecy um, you know, like you're putting your, all your energy and time and focus into a desire and because of, you know, your energy, your time and your focus, you are then able to achieve that. So I, so I think if you look at it from the, the positive or if, you know, you're super negative about I'm not going to get that job interview or, you know, I'm not going to get that promotion, so I'm not even going to bother trying for it, then... I can see where that line of thought perhaps is, but the fact that it's so pushed, it almost felt religious to me. 
Hi, it's Carly. Just popping in to remind you to leave a review for the podcast if you haven't already. Please go to the show page, not the episode page, and scroll right down to the bottom where it says leave a review. It would absolutely make my week if you left a review. Thank you so much. I really do enjoy the concept of positive thinking and attraction, and I think it can be really helpful in some circumstances, but like obviously not if you're, you know, clinically depressed or living below the poverty line or like experiencing some kind of oppression, like obviously not. And then there was another thing that like I I struggle with a lot in terms of manifestation and positive thinking. And there have been a lot of, and it's really difficult to talk about the positives of positive thinking without kind of oppressing the people who think negatively, particularly in terms of things like medical stuff. I know that there's been a lot of studies and a lot of, a lot of anecdotal evidence. Like if you ask any nurse in terms of people's recovery from pretty much anything, they always talk about attitude being such a big player in that, but then it's really difficult to go down that path because if people don't recover from an illness, it's not automatic that they didn't have the right attitude. Just sometimes you get illness and you die. Like it's not, it's, it's such a, it's such a loaded area. Yes. And it's such, it's such a, um, it almost felt to me very much like a white privilege kind of thing. I've got the, I've got the ability to take on this train of thought because I'm in the right circumstances to do that. Oh, I completely agree. It was just, it just reeked of white privilege. It was like, look, I've, I've got all of these resources because that's the thing. And I talk about this a lot on the podcast in that self-improvement is really a, a game of privilege. Like if you've got the time and the resources and, you know, the money and the inclination to go, oh, hey, I want to improve myself a bit. Like you are so, so lucky. Mm. And that's a, like a really important thing to bring up again and again on the podcast and indeed in any type of, of wellness space. Um, back to the book, yeah. let's talk about structure, which we touched on briefly. Yeah. So the author actually just didn't write much at, at all. all. And it at all. No. And it's basically just a bunch of quotes that just literally say the same thing. Like I kept waiting for there yeah, to be too. instructions or yeah, like they, there was never actually any secret. It felt like, no. And that's what I said to you. I was like, did I, <laughs> I, was like, did I miss something? What is, what the is it? <laughs> what is the secret? No, I, I totally agree. And um, I just felt like I was reading an intro or a series of reviews the whole time. It, it didn't feel like a, a, a self-help book. And I think that's maybe the problem that we were coming from it as a self-help way rather than, than perhaps we were meant to look at it from like a whole philosophy rather than... Yeah, and then I I kept because the the whole secret was like like positive manifestation bringing you anything that you desire in life, and I kept waiting for for more information or steps to take or like a yeah. literal how to like a checkbox something, yeah. but it was just like oh just like manifest some good shit into your <laughs> life. I'm like oh cool babes yeah. great. I'll just I'll just I'll get onto that right yeah. now. Um, so yeah, the the structure was garbage. Um, the, the bit about the bit about attracting your ideal weight and body was so bogus. I can't even begin to talk about it. So like, I have experience. I've spoken about this on the podcast before. I've I have and continue to experience varying levels of orthorexia mm. and, ditho- and d- disordered eating. And holy shit, is that stuff triggering? Oh my! And yeah. the directive there was a directive in there to ignore. Fat people. On page 65, there was a directive that was like, if you want 
to attract a like your ideal body you can't like communicate with fat people because it's going to like ruin your progress what Uh, but that even for that like on a serious note semi-serious that kind of goes against what the whole thing is anyway though like you're not letting these outer influences affect you so how you know i can't be friends with someone who's fat because that's going to affect my but isn't it all in the mind isn't it the mind my mindset and me desiring or 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 did i miss that have i got that wrong a touch contradictory no you got that completely correct because you're not supposed to let anything affect you so you shouldn't really be ignoring anything really it's and and it it, it was so confusing considering there was no information it was also just incredibly confusing um it's actually so there was there was one bit that the the whole thing there was one thing that I found quite clever about it and this is you know across the board in this type of industry is that it uses that old trope of if it doesn't work it's because you're not doing it right Mm -hmm. so the book is basically the same sentence repeated a hundred times I'm I'm just in shock that it was so popular um the experts in the book and we touched on this before Mm. are overwhelmingly male and white but it was like 2003 so it's not surprising generally to be expected it did remind me of that episode of sex in the city where charlotte goes to like it's a seminar for women attractive attracting love into their life and she gets up and complains to the woman that she's open and she's ready to accept uh, the great love of her life and the woman on the stage is like you know you're saying you're open but are you really open and then Carrie grabs the microphone and goes she's open <laughs> like really kind of diff- yeah. it's, a, it's actually it's it's a really really cool episode but that did remind me of it though is that you know these people make their money it's, it's the same with MLMs so that's like you know MLMs no. they're like multi-level marketing oh, yes, yes, so yes, kind yes. of like yeah so like the, the particularly gross ones are the ones that don't really have a product. They're just the ones that kind of like sell, you know, sell basically stuff like this. So manifestation type things and, you know, they, they kind of guarantee that you can earn 150K in a year. And if you're not earning 150K in a year, well, you know, you're not really believing and you're not really manifesting correctly and, you know, that kind of thing. So... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just find the whole thing a bit ludicrous. Um, <laughs> and I think the fact that there's no... There's, there's nothing supporting. There's no evidence. There's no, you know, th- there's no citations or references. So there's no real credibility to what is being claimed. Full stop. <laughs> no, absolutely none whatsoever. That was also one thing that really shocked me was that there was a lot of talk about all of this stuff being proven, but then there was no proof. Like there was no links to studies or anything. It was just these like weird gurus that had just decided that this was a thing and they all just used the same stuff. And I'm sure I didn't get a chance to look that much into it, but I'm sure that there's a lot of cultural appropriation in Mm. there. There were a lot of, a lot of the experts in there had almost certainly rebranded themselves with a name that they weren't given at birth. (laughs) That was not of their yes. own culture, no. one of those type of ones. Mm. So let's talk about science because we both yes. love science <laughs> and the listeners love the science. So there are actually some studies that prove the effectiveness of a positive mindset. And I will pop these in the show notes. I promise I will yes. do show notes this week. The week, a couple of weeks ago when we had, when we lost childcare, I was just like, I'm not doing show notes, guys. Just figure Fair it out enough, for yourselves. Though. But... <laughs> 
was a shocking yeah. week. Um, but yeah, no, I do have um, re- reports and stuff that I can link you to in the show notes. So there is a study that shows negative thinking can affect your immune responses. So that was talking mm. about what we were talking about earlier with the medical thing where it's theoretically possible to have a positive attitude to help yourself heal faster and I do need to say that that is not to say that if you don't heal faster or if you don't heal at all that it had anything to do with your attitude because sometimes illness just gets you and it's got nothing to do with how often you get up in the morning and say you know I'm I'm amazing and I can beat this it's not that's not a thing so just a caveat on that. There's also another study that shows that positive thinking can actually ease anxiety. And then there was another one that was actually like overwhelming showed that happier people are more successful. And I have actually seen that one pop up again and again. Like a lot of the time, like these aren't definitive and they're not saying that, you know, if, if you're grumpy, you're not going to be successful. And also it, it, that's also using, you know, working on the assumption that happiness is a choice and a lot of the time it's not. Mm. So, you know, I'm sharing these studies with a grain of salt and, you know, a, a big dose of my own privilege here and saying that this isn't available to everyone. But just like they're, they're just some interesting things that, you know, we can look at to see whether or not that actually is a thing. Uh, there was an, like in this study that I mentioned, the last one, it shows also that happy people are less likely to engage in harmful behaviors such as smoking, unhealthy eating, substance abuse. And this study also showed that a positive mood predicted a lower incidence of stroke six years after the study in the participants and less sports related injuries as well. So optimism is linked with lowered uh, incidence of heart disease and better and faster recovery from surgeries and illness. And really, as we said before, like if you've ever met a nurse or a doctor, they really will tell you, they'll be the first to tell you that, you know, patients in recovery, it, it can often be tied to their attitude. Um, yeah. So that was just some studies that I found that supported this kind of. Well, that, well, that's it. I think it's kind of, isn't it? It supports the idea of positive thinking, which I think most people would agree with but it's the way that it delivers it and what else it claims that you can achieve because of it such as you know money just appearing in your bank account because you decide i'm going to be rich i'm going to be rich that's not a thing going to be rich guys not at all (laughs) (laughs) just keep repeating it to yourself just keep repeating it but that's the thing like it's so gross gross, to make the claim that people who are living in poverty are living in poverty because they're not manifesting it and it's like are are you thinking about how a lot of people who do live below the poverty line all live in the same place Mm. a lot of the time so is it that just people who were born in that particular area aren't very good at you know positive thinking is that the problem must be I mean (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like it takes advantage of those people who are vulnerable and I didn't like that it does um I mean, we're getting pretty deep here. I feel like <laughs> this is this is actually this. huge for your first episode. Ollie was like, oh, "I'm kind of nervous." I'm like, "Don't worry, it'll be fine." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh wow!" And this this book was a shocker to start yeah. with. the The reason why I chose it though was because I just wanted to kick off with. I really wanted to say that it was an iconic self help book. Well, it was in the sense that it's it, and it, it's very well known. Um, 
Yeah, unbelievably well known and really like it sold so many copies. And also I haven't heard from the woman who wrote it. I'm doing little like air quotes around wrote it. I haven't heard anything about her since. She just kind of disappeared. Yeah, same. And there was a a movie, wasn't there, made about it? There was. And I feel like that was made before the book. It quite possibly was. I've heard it's quite strange. I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't find it. There was like a, a half episode, like a half something of it on YouTube, but I couldn't find the rest of it. But if anyone Mm. has a link to the movie of this, I would really like to watch it and laugh very heartily. (laughs) So I think our, I think our, our opinions about it are very clear. (laughs) Yes, very. Yeah. Like there was no, there was no wiggle room on this one so we jumped we jumped straight into the deep end on that mm. if uh you are listening to this and you do have a recommendation for a self-improvement book for us to read and critique please let mm. us know we would absolutely love that um possibly a, a nicer one that's less shamey and well that's it shamey would... and maybe something with a little bit of um credibility to it yeah, a little bit of credibility, a bit of empathy would be quite yeah. nice. A little bit of encouraging self-empathy. Yeah, something that could be well. used in, you know, cross, cross-culture, cross-background, yeah. cross... What am I saying? <laughs> tiny, yeah, no, t- tiny bit of checking our privilege, yes. I think, would also yeah. be would also be quite, yep. quite nice. Um, yeah, so we, we are going to be doing one self-improvement book uh, every season and Ollie actually doesn't read self You haven't really read a self-improvement no, book before, no, have you? No, no. Yeah, which I thought was actually like such a great person to do this with because I was never really into them yep. that much. But I kind of like I, I read a couple a year, like if someone recommends one yep. to me. But yeah, I've had a lot of listeners be really, really keen on more self-improvement book club. And because we read all the same books well, anyway, I was like, let's get Ollie to yeah, read them too. sounds great. And I always keep <laughs> so as well, that, so I think it, yeah. <laughs> so that wraps up the show uh for today but i like to finish the show with a little segment called kicked my ass and kick ass where we both share something we struggled with and also something that we rocked at uh so my kick ass this week i actually wrote this a little while ago and it's not relevant anymore um because i do have the gym back but i was going for a walk every single day while the gym was closed and it was yeah it was actually like i i really hated having the gym (laughs) closed and that was my kicked my ass I was like this is garbage I hate it and my trainer my poor lovely trainer she's wonderful her name is Lynn she's fantastic and I go she has a little shed in her garden and so there's a like a bunch of us gym buddies that go to the the gym together and it's like Lynn and I have both been exercises for like 15 years and early morning exercises and we're really struggling with being cut off and we get it back and then we're cut off. Like I have to go to the gym tomorrow at 6.30 and I'm kind of like, oh, I don't really want to do that. And that's not me at no. all. Like I've been doing this for so long, but the stopping and the starting is is really like, it's really getting to me. Mm, so yeah, I don't like not looking forward to going no. to the gym. Hopefully, well, hopefully it sticks now. What's the word? What am I? Forever. What? That would be amazing. <laughs> yes, would be good. So what kicked your ass? Well, my actually what kicked my ass and then what I kicked ass at both have little twists to them. Oh, fancy. So my, Tell us. my um, kicked my ass has a happy little twist at the end. So um, I was just having one of those one of those mornings where everything that goes wrong could possibly 
go wrong this morning. We were even supposed to be recording this much earlier in the day, weren't we, Carly? And we were. <laughs> many things happened which stopped that. One of them... Oh, you told me what yes, happened to you this morning. I lost my purse. And it it's just the most annoying like it's really not that big a deal but you know you're having to cancel your cards and order new cards and but we live in a lovely little town and I just thought perhaps you know the magic of a small community we we might be able to to get it back I still cancelled all my cards and I was really most upset about losing my purse because it's got a bit of sentimental value it's my grandmother's and I've just had it forever and um yeah I got it returned to me within the hour so the person, oh, fantastic. Yeah, so this person had found it, looked at my license and it had my old address on, went to my old house, spoke to the person there. They gave them my husband's number, called him and he went to pick it up. It was just, it was like oh a perfect little small town, you know, it was wonderful. So I, that's perfect. so my kicked my ass that. turned out to be a happy little thing. So I don't know if that counts. That's lovely. <laughs> no, it totally counts. There we go. Because you were very stressed about it this I morning. I was very stressed. I was very upset. As you would be. I would be too. I hate losing yes. things. And I'm very good at losing things. So <laughs> so my kicked ass this week was that actually, yeah, so th- this is very relevant now. Uh, I managed to get this podcast season published Woo-hoo! with almost no childcare, which is great. So it was like many late nights recording and writing. And like I, we do have childcare back now, which is fantastic. But this will be the last episode of this season. It's a shorter season, but next season will start. I want to say November. I will explain everything, but I'm dividing my life, my online life into terms, kind of yep. like school terms. So we just had, this was like the spring term and then you're going to have summer term at the end of the yep. year, but I'll explain that at a later Sounds date. Great. The point is I managed to get this season done with little <laughs> yeah, to no childcare. Which is which incredible was, when, you know, you're, you're, <sighs> the kids are our kids' age. <laughs> yeah. And we, we have our kids are born four days apart and it's, they're, they're intense at the moment. Harriet more so. She's, yeah, off chops. Did I tell you uh, what happened this afternoon when we went to pick her up? I did not. Tell me. She just she just refused to sit in the car. Oh, she just good. absolutely That's refused. Fun. And then we tried to do that very calm. Okay, you seem to be having trouble <laughs> sitting in your seat. I'm going to help you sit in your seat. She went ballistic and screamed. And then eventually I had to like take her out of the car and sit in the gutter and hold her for like 10 minutes while she calmed down. Good. And then finally I managed to get her back into the car. But I was just like, what? Is what? just happened like she unleashed some kind of a weird beast it was very odd even at the moment she's been really hard work Mm. but even just like that was very odd it's very odd for harriet very odd for her those big feelings it's usually arthur who's the the king of big feelings (laughs) (laughs) he's a lot more sensitive than harriet he feels things very keenly poor thing (laughs) he does deep deep little thinker so what was your kicked ass this so week? So again, it has a, a twist, but it's a bit of a sad twist. So I have been getting back into exercise after having my second baby. And I've been feeling, have I been. have, and I've been feeling wonderful about it. I've been running and cycling and I just, yeah, it's kind of like what you were saying about not having the gym. You know, you just feel, you just feel so much better in yourself when you've gone and done you know, a bit of exercise. So absolutely, I went, um, I've started mountain biking, which is very new to me. Um, and I was feeling, you know, hot as doing all these tricks on the, on the little easy route. 
but still this is very exciting and so and I didn't I, I did the loop twice and I didn't fall off once and I was loving life and everything was great and then on the cycle home from the mountain bike park to my house which is as flat as I fell off my bike and broke the bike <laughs> you broke the bike, <laughs> broke the bike. how did you break I it I don't know something to do with the gears something snapped and comp- I don't know <laughs> oh god so I, I, I so I've um, broken the rules again to your kicked ass, kicked my ass. My oh, bike no. broke. But it's okay. I'm just focusing on running now. We'll just do yeah, that instead. Maybe. I like. I, I find the same thing with bikes, actually. Like you, 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 you hit do. You, have, you, a ba- just you have bad experiences with bikes. I did. I had a really bad experience. Ollie, Ollie texted me the other day because there's a local like lady mountain biking mm. group that I was planning on joining. And Ollie joined it and was like, you should join it with me. And I was like... I'm a little weird about <laughs> bikes for like a variety of reasons because I like, I don't know if any of the listeners, if I've told this story before, but I actually got hit by a car on my bike in I mean, Melbourne that's not ideal. many, many years ago. It was not, <laughs> not ideal. And this guy just like turned and knocked me off my bike. And I, I still to this day don't quite know how this happened, but my bike went up over the top of his car and like right over the top and landed at the back. And for some reason, I just like MacGyvered off the bike and landed on my feet and never even touched the ground somehow. I just was like somehow standing there. Yeah. And my bike was like, like half crunched underneath his car and I'm just standing there going, did I just like apparate out of that? Is it the power of positive thinking? I is think it, this, it might this have is been. The <laughs> because if you don't want to get hit by a car you need to on think. your bike, you don't I'm have gonna... to. have to manifest it. It's got nothing to do with the <laughs> other that driver. That is what I did. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like that's the only answer. It really is. It's the only solution. <laughs> the only solution to that. All right, that just about wraps it up. Thank you so much, my darling. And I will have you back next season. And I'm just going to surprise you with the book, mainly because I haven't picked it yet. Okay, that's very exciting. That would be great. Thank (laughs) you so much. It was super fun. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs. You can find me on Instagram at Very Excellent Habits, and you can also email me contact at carlyjacobs.com. You can also record a question for me to answer on the show at speakpipe.com forward slash Very Excellent Habits. And if you have a book you'd like Ollie and I to review for Very Excellent Habits Self Improvement Book Club, please leave a voice memo at speakpipe.com forward slash Very Excellent Habits. And just a reminder this is the last episode of this shorter season. The podcast will be back in November. And from that point onwards, I will be working in a school term style uh, sequence for moving forward with the podcast. And one more thing, please leave a rating and a review. It's the best way to help other people find the podcast. And until next time, remember little habits, big life. Mm